Well, welcome everybody. We are so excited you are here. My name is Jessica. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the Calling All Spirits podcast. Um, So we just wanted to start off by introducing ourselves a little bit so you know who we are um, and tell you a little bit more about our background and how we got into our our interest with spirits, I guess you would say. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty decent way of putting it. Um, And then maybe go over a little bit about what we'll be talking about on the show because it's a interesting hodgepodge of the the same topic in different ways i guess <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely well caitlin do you want to share a little bit more about your background and how you got started in all this sure um so i was thinking long and hard about it because i do actually occasionally get the question of how did i get involved in mediumship and spirits and my ridiculous interest in spiritualism that I inflict on everybody. Um, And it turns out that I've just basically always been in this world because the best example I can think of is when The Sixth Sense came out uh, back in 1999. I did look it up. Um, I was about 12 or 13 years old and I went to go see it with my mom and we got out of the movie. She looked at me and said, that's what it's like having you in the house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I've I've kind of just always been here. Um, and I did grow up in an odd mix of the church and uh, the pagan community. And so it is very interesting to have people approach me as an adult versus when I was younger. Because when you're a teenager, they're like, oh, wow, you're interested. And it's a little condescending, but it is genuine interest because they didn't get into it until yesterday. Um, but having people ask me as an adult, it's very disconcerting when they're like, oh, you didn't find it yesterday? No, it's been 20 plus years, but thank you so much for asking. Um, But as far as my interest in spiritualism itself, like the study and the history of it, that I can probably tag to college. Um, I took an archaeology course called the Archaeology of Death, um, which sounds far more fascinating um, or far more morbid, I guess, on the surface. It was deeply fascinating. But it was the study of how we bury our dead and how it's kind of uncovered, archaeologically speaking. Um, And we went into the Victorian death practices, which Jess knows I am a sucker for. So it basically... (laughs) Yes! It slapped me in the face and didn't let me go. And spiritualism is such a huge part of Victorian death practices because everything happened at the same time. And so... um, Along with my history degree, I got the archaeology degree because I couldn't stop taking archaeology classes. <laughs> but basically, my introduction to this world was birth. And then from there, I just found new and fun angles to study it from. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, mine was a, My introduction was a little different. Um, I will say, like, from the earliest memories, I was always that strange child that was into ghosts and haunted houses and things that were spooky. Um, I know like when all my other friends were, which Disney princess are you going to be? I always wanted to be the villain or I always wanted to be the witch or I was just into the spooky. I was, I also did have imaginary friends growing up. Um, One in particular that stuck with me for a little while. And of course now, as we know, that's usually spirits. They're not really imaginary friends. And thankfully I had super supportive parents. Um, that just embraced my weirdness and my oddness and never, 
Um, never tried to talk me out of it. Just let me be me. So I grew up like that. And, um, but it was, I was kind of like you, it wasn't until I got to college and I was studying history because I was a history major. And one of the classes that came uh, open was the history of death and dying. And when my mentor presented it to me, I was like, nope, not going to do it. That just sounds too morbid. It sounds too sad. I'm not going to take that class. She talked me into it. And it's honestly probably one of the best classes I've ever taken. And it was fascinating, very similar to you going through the rituals and customs around death and funerals. And when we got to the Victorian period, that just set my heart on fire. I just thought it was fascinating. I, And it's a weird way to say beautiful. And there's just so much to it. And that's when I also learned about spiritualism. So my interest in ghost was like, oh, there's a whole religion around spirits and communication. And I just became absolutely fasc- fascinated with spiritualism. And it just stuck. And um And I've just loved it ever since. And now in recent years, the past uh, few years, I've started taking mediumship classes and um, something I never thought I would do. I didn't think I had that gift, if you will. Um, But I've gotten into that and and I'm still a student. I'm still taking classes, but it's, I just love it. And so I'm glad we have an outlet because we talk to each other about this all the time. And anyone (laughs) else who dares to cross our path. Yes, we've inflicted this on, I think, every single person that we've worked with over the last five years. We have at work. They hear a lot about it. Um, Whenever we get together, we don't really stop talking about it. Um, So, yeah, now we have an outlet for people that hopefully are into this as much as we are and want to hear all our thoughts and the history behind such a fascinating, I mean, spiritualism, but also Spirits in general, hauntings, divination. I mean, I think we're going to talk about it all. I I think you're right, because keeping us on one topic is like keeping us off the topic of spiritualism. It's basically impossible. Um, Yeah, I'm deeply, deeply hopeful that this gives us an audience of people who actually want to hear us ramble about it extensively, (laughs) because we've wanted this for like two years. And if, if we can get listeners, I'll be so happy. Exactly. And I mean, and that's something that this has been two years in the making of planning and dreaming and um, even my family telling you that you should have a podcast, not really saying I should, but that you should have your own podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm just glad I get to tag along on the journey. No, I wouldn't do this without you. No one else will talk to me about spiritualism for six hours straight. Are you kidding me? This is true. This is true. And I think we've already given everyone a little hint of what we are going to be covering. And we're coming at it, too, from a historical perspective um, as historians. And I don't profess. I don't think either one of us professes to be experts. We don't know everything. It's just something we're really passionate about and love learning more about and now we get to share it with people yes i do not have the time or attention span to become an expert in this <laughs> no there are there are people that know parts of this more and i would love to bring on people and mentors and and teachers and mediums that really do this day in and day out and get their thoughts and perspectives absolutely Um, because we've both got our experiences that we will happily share, probably too much, we apologize in advance, but definitely getting people who have been 
in different parts of mediumship. Like they do it different ways or they do different readings because we both know so many people that have just amazing worldviews and perspectives on this that discounting their voices would be a disservice to everyone. Plus, that way we get to learn new things from our friends that we we thought we knew everything about, but let's be real. Uh, They've always got more (laughs) to share. (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's going to be exciting. Um, I'm really glad we we can do that as well. And anything else before we dive into some of the terminology we're going to be using um, in future episodes? Not really. Um, I think you can pretty much dive in. We are going to be giving some definitions to words you're going to be hearing a lot because clarification of terms is deeply important in any kind of conversation. Uh, The way I use medium and the way I use spiritualism may be different than the way you consider it or the way Jess considers it. And so just out the gate talking about what we'll be talking about, not to sound like a college paper, but... um, You've got the goal. Exactly. Here's our introduction about what we'll be talking about in this paper. We'll be talking about things in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You've got the glossary, Jess. Go for it. Okay. So we just wanted to break down some key terms that you're going to hear us talk about. We are going to add to this as we get into more episodes. So, um, but this will just help you get started. So the first one is spiritualism. And what is spiritualism? So we're just going to go ahead and define that. So first, we're going to start with just the standard definition. And I, I this came from Britannica. So there's my source. Um, in religion, a movement based on the belief that departed souls can interact with the living. Spiritualists sought to make contact with the dead, usually through the assistance of a medium. So That is their definition. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you one more. And this one actually comes from a real spiritualist manual. It is my prized possession. I found it in a little antique store. I don't think they really knew what it was. So I snapped it up. Um, It was actually published in 1944. But this definition was adopted um, in 1919. So Uh, What they say is spiritualism is the science, philosophy, and religion of continuous life based upon the demonstrated fact of communication by means of mediumship with those who live in the spirit world. So that is their definition. And I should say, I should make a note that that was the National Spiritualist Association's definition adopted in 1919. Is that still so the one that they have? Is that, uh, sorry, not to interrupt. Is that still the one that they have posted on like their website or something? So today, the um, definition of spiritualism, they do have a, a definition. And I should say that this is a very short version because um, it's a lot more in depth and there are seven principles and so forth. So the short modern day definition is spiritualism is a religion that embodies the main ideas of all religions, that there is a life after death immortality and the existence of a god so we have three definitions there and what do you and caitlin what do you think well i mean it sounds like they're very wonderful lovely and wordy ways of saying that when your loved ones pass on they don't leave entirely and it's still possible for them to come back and talk to you or affect the world around you yeah absolutely there is it's it's I think the key word is there's this belief of life after death. Uh, absolutely. And there is communication as possible. Um, I think it's also important to point out 
with um, spiritualism and the spiritualist, you can practice as a medium and not be a part of um, the spiritualist church. Like it, you don't have to join the church. Um, so that's something to to talk about too. But um, but a lot of mediums, especially over in Great Britain, a lot of mediums are part of the spiritualist church. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the next word, we're talking all about medium. So um, we'll define a few more terms for you. And the next one is medium itself. And I should say all these definitions come from the Spiritualist National Union and they're their modern definitions. So for a medium, it is a person who under suitable conditions can relay information from discarnate to incarnate beings. So what do you think? Think. That's a very wordy way of saying that they're the ones who are translating for the dead. <laughs> I mean, I've always liked thinking about mediums uh, in regards to art, because if you're like a painter, your medium is how you convey yourself. As a painter, you convey yourself through paint and a canvas. If you're a sculptor, your medium is clay. Um, if you're a blacksmith, your medium is steel. But um, as a medium who speaks with the spirits, like you, they're trying to get the communication through you to the person they're trying to talk to. So you become the clay, so to speak. I love that. Ab absolutely. The medium is the messenger. And um, that's all you are. And I think sometimes we get into trouble if we try to interpret what they're saying or try to we try to figure out what they're saying. No, we just give exactly what they give us. And um it makes me think of a quote from this fabulous uh, medium who we are going to have to do an entire show on because she's incredible. But her nickname was Battling Bertha. You would love her. Caitlin, this would be you. It reminds me so much of you. Uh, but one of her famous quotes is um, when it comes to the messages from the spirit, I gives it as I gets it. And that's so true. Um, and that's so, so important. So very good. So that's a medium. And along with that, um, we might as well jump into psychic because so many people believe mediumship and psychic work is exactly the same. And it's, it's not, they go, they can go hand in hand, but they're very different. So they define psychic as having a greater degree of sensitivity to mental and physical processes than is generally to be expected. And, um, I'll put my little take and I want to ask you too. I know in psychic work, generally it's, you're just reading, a living person's energy. When you're doing psychic work, it is with a living person, their past, present, future, but you are not connected with the spirit world. Once you connect with the spirit world, you have moved from psychic into mediumship. What do you think? I want your take on psychic. Um, so the definition that you gave especially makes me think of like ESP or extrasensory perception, which is a phrasing that has kind of fallen out of popularity it was really big in the 90s and the early 2000s um, but basically it means that you can sense beyond what the people around you tend to sense oftentimes it's like you know you can see things that other people can't see or you hear things or you just know things um, in some way you're just sensing kind of like a sixth sense hmm the movie I mentioned earlier <laughs> um, but it's just kind of sensing beyond what uh, the people around you kind of can uh, which is a vague concept because when you're around a bunch of psychics, then there is no everyone around you because you're all the same <laughs> ability level or type. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I no, mean. No, no, I, I completely understand. And I think that's 
Um, and not to get into tonight, maybe later on, but there's also a big debate. And I'm not saying what's true or not true, just putting it out there. There is a debate in this world of everyone can be everyone's psychic, but not everyone can be a medium. So it's kind of like mediums. Every medium has psychic abilities and can do that, but not every psychic can do mediumship. And I know there's a whole debate and some people agree with that. They disagree, but just putting it out there. Maybe a future podcast. Maybe we can invite some of the people we work with that are mediums and psychics and I'd be interested to get their take on that as well. So, okay, we have one more word for this evening. And I saved this for the last one because I love this word, but I know it strikes fear in a lot of people, and that is the seance. I feel like it should be like, dun, 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 because <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I'm not scared of it, And um, but I think it's been too many movies. Pop culture has just made the seance such a scary thing, but here's their definition. It's a group or gathering at which people attempt to make contact with spirits. Now, they say discarnate beings, but with spirits. I put my own little twist on that. But how do you feel about a seance? Um, I feel like pretty similar to you. Um, they're over-exaggerated, and it's largely due to Hollywood and rumors and stories um, especially from the spiritualism movement, uh, both pre-Civil War, post-Civil War, and even into the Jazz Age, where it was always like the dimmed lights, the table, the people, uh, the psychedelics, um, <laughs> depending on the medium and how honest they were. But because we have those stories and those images in our heads that were then translated into movies, that were then, you know, translated into horror movies... There is a lot of dread around them when in reality, I don't know if it's because we've just moved away from using the word seance when we're contacting the spirits or if it's because we don't need the same setup, but it's very uh, overblown and underwhelming simultaneously. Well, you're right. And I, seances do still happen. It's not like they've disappeared. They still happen. But I think of most of the mediumship work that goes on today, I mean... You can do it over Zoom. You don't have, a lot of it takes place in brightly lit areas. It doesn't have to be in dark with just candlelight. Um, but, um, so yeah, it's a little different today. I feel like a seance is almost more like done as like a special, something really special where that was just how it was always done back then. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know. I I think I would love to do a seance in the dark with candles. And then part of me thinks I would be a chicken. And I'd get <laughs> creeped out. So I don't know. You may have to talk me into that one day. We'll, uh, we'll break out my Ouija board at some point and you'll keep from having a panic attack. And I will be patient while they spell out every single word, letter by letter. Well, I mean, that's, that's something too that we've, that we've talked about is, how, and another reason we've kind of moved away from Ouija boards and the tappings, and we're going to get into all that, I promise, the wrappings. and But that was so time-consuming, where now today it's like, just go straight to the medium. But I, I give them credit, the early spirits, those wrappings, they had patience. That took patience and dedication. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um yeah, because those weren't short messages. 
No, and like my... there are a lot of W's in the English language, like wrapping all the way to no, just no. Because <laughs> it was never like this is Bob. It was like a long, eloquent paragraphs of messages, which are beautiful. I am not saying anything bad about them. But think when you have to rap to get every single... It's like the never-ending seance. Like, I just think <laughs> in my head, how long did those take? How long did they... Did, this is terrible. Like, did they get a water break? Like, that... They were dedicated. This oh, took yeah. a while. Um, at some point, did they just get tired and it's like, okay, we're good. Thank you, loved one in spirit. <laughs> like, it's been three days. Um... <laughs> Hugs and love. We'll talk to you next year. I don't know. That's it. I, you know, that's something I never thought about because you read about these things, but I never thought about like how long did that actually take? Like how I know when we get to the Fox sisters, it was like hours of. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, the ones that were uh, writing entire like books via automatic writing make more sense to me than the ones that were translating in rapping sessions and eventually the Ouija board and everything else. Just like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I said it earlier in th in this recording, I don't have the patience to become an expert in this. You think I'm going to be able to sit there <laughs> while you spell words out letter by letter, rap by rap? Like what happens if you miscount the letter? <gasps> I didn't think about that. Like, no, so much. No. Do you have to start all over? And do you know if you got the right met? Maybe once it got to like if the name was Walter, once it got to like W A L T, if they're like, okay, we got it, Walter, write it down. Like, we got it. We're good. I, I, but you know, that's also our modern day attention spans too, which are like gone. So they probably it wasn't. They probably had more patience than we would ever have. Today. I mean, what else were they going to do in the middle of New York in the middle of December? Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's all our, I feel like a teacher, My old, the old teacher years are coming back. That's all of our key terms for this evening. <laughs> um, but we hope it gives you a little bit of an introduction to, to the topics we're going to be covering. You've already got some basic knowledge now. And I, I'm just really excited and really looking forward to diving into this spooky and fascinating history. Absolutely same. I'm, I mean... You can see me. I'm grinning ear to ear. I'm so, <laughs> so happy. This is finally happening. Like, ah, yay. I know. I mean, so many years, so many dreams. Um, also, we um, we want to hear from you. And we're going to go ahead and put that out there. If you have um, a topic you want to hear more about, if you have questions, if we say something and you're like, I had a completely different experience regarding that. We would love to hear from you. So we're going to be getting you all that contact information. And um, we want to know your thoughts. And Absolutely. Feelings. Yeah, we'll have the email. We'll have all kinds of social medias. And I mean, since we are obviously going to be talking a lot about history, because we may have mentioned this before, we're both historians and we both like to, re <laughs> we both like to read. Um, and so 
we'll be talking a lot about history, but also a lot about like what modern mediums are doing and what kind of readings we've experienced and our contacts have experienced. And so if you've got questions or want, I don't want to offer advice because I don't necessarily know how you do things, but if you want to just share anything or bring situations up, we can find experts. We are good at that. We may not be experts, but we can find people who know things. Um, so yes, please, by all means, reach out and, uh, well, I mean, not to sound like we're in a seance, but let us know you're there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Is anybody, well, I mean, don't they talk about that Zoom now when it's a Zoom meeting? It's like, can you hear me? Is anybody there? Are you still with us? It's so true. Um, I, but I think that's brilliant. And yes, we want to hear from you and we just hope you join us each week and subscribe and we're excited to get started. So anything else, Caitlin, before we close this, close this out? I don't even (laughs) I guess we, thank you for joining us and see you next seance. (laughs) We need to have a. We need to find a way to close that circle. Um, so, yeah, thank you. We look forward to seeing you, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.